people are strange When you're a stranger Faces look ugly When you're alone Women seem wicked When you're unwanted Streets are uneven When you're down When you're strange Faces come out of the rain When you're strange No one remembers your name When you're strange When you're strange When you're strange I want to introduce the host of Strange Darkness Radio, Bobby Washington, Tony Carr, and Frankie Franks. Welcome back for another episode of Strange Darkness Radio. This is episode three, season two. What is up, guys? What's up? Hello. I'm feeling freaky guys? tonight. Oh, yeah. yes. <laughs> this is a crazy, this is going to be a crazy, crazy show. Yes, this is a crazy episode. This is an episode, if you listen to season two, episode two, <laughs> and uh, Tony brought up a story about David Huggins, uh, Love and Saucers, and we are doing a full show on it. Uh, this is a guy that you're going to hear a lot about. You know, uh, we don't want to give it away too soon, but this is not for kids. So if you have the little ones anywhere near the uh, podcast portal, the yes, Bluetooth speaker. Um, yeah, yeah. This is uh, going to be a wild, uh, a wild ride tonight. Um, Tony, any uh, encouraging words to get us through this episode? <laughs> <laughs> encouraging. Uh, this is no. Let's get let's get started. Let's get the uh, the lubricant out and, and get things going. Oh, oh whoa! Dang, he went already. He went <laughs> deep down the rabbit hole, literally. <laughs> But uh, yeah, we we talk we we go in depth about um, supernatural beings and humans, uh, you know, mating. Uh, so um, no, getting it on, getting it on. Yes. So we we cover we cover a wide range of things in this particular episode. So you guys, let's get started. According to the Book of Genesis and the Book of Enoch, in the Bible, the fallen angels known as the Watchers came down to earth and had sexual relations with human women, resulting in the birth of the Nephilim. These beings were said to be giants, possessing great strength and power. The Nephilim were seen as a corruption of the human race and were wiped out by God in the Great Flood. The idea of falling angels and their offsprings with humans has also been mentioned in other ancient texts and mythology. The debate over whether angels are aliens or natural beings has been a topic of discussion among scholars and researchers for centuries. Some argue that angels are extraterrestrial beings, while others contend that they are purely supernatural entities. Regardless of their origin, the concept of being intimate with supernatural beings has been present in human history since the dawn of civilization. From ancient mythologies to modern-day accounts of encounters with extraterrestrial beings, the idea of intimacy with otherworldly entities has persisted throughout human history. It speaks to our fascination with the unknown and our desire to explore the mysteries of the universe. So while the debate about whether angels 
are aliens or purely supernatural entities may continue, the idea of intimacy with these beings taps into our most primal desires and instincts. It reminds us that there are still so much we don't know about the world around us and that our capacity for connection and intimacy knows no bounds. The idea of having sexual relations with an alien may seem bizarre or even repulsive to some, but for others, it's an alluring and fascinating concept. Why is that? For starters, humans have long been fascinated with the unknown, especially when it comes to the mysteries of outer space. The idea of encountering a being from another planet or galaxy sparks the imagination and feeds our desires of exploration and discovery. And if that encounter involves an intimate connection, well, that's even more thrilling. But there's more than just curiosity. For some, the ideas of having sex with an alien represents a departure from the mundane and ordinary. It's a way to break free from social norms, expectations, and exploring some truly unconventional sex. In a way, it's an act of rebellion, a way to reject the status quo and embrace the unknown. And then there's the idea of love. Love knows no bounds. And the thought of falling in love with an alien, despite their differences, can be a powerful and romantic concept. It's a way to explore the depths of emotion and connection in a way that transcends physical appearances and cultural norms. But ultimately, the desire to have sex with an alien comes down to one thing, the human desire for connection and intimacy. We all crave companionship and the feeling of being understood and accepted. And the idea of finding that with a being from another world is an alluring romantic concept. So welcome to Strange Darkness Radio, where we dive into an extraordinary story of David Huggins, a man who claims to have had romantic and sexual relationships with extraterrestrial beings. David Huggins grew up in rural Georgia in the 1950s, where he developed an early fascination with science fiction and the possibility of life beyond our planet. But it wasn't until the mid-20s that he experienced what he believes to be a close encounters with a female alien named Crescent. For years, Huggins kept these encounters and others like it to himself. But in 2017, he released a documentary called Love and Saucers, which chronicles his experiences and artwork inspired by these interactions with these beings. As we discuss his story, you'll hear some of Huggins' excerpts where he describes how he was taken aboard a spacecraft and shown the universe by these extraterrestrials. He claims to have fathered over hundreds of children with these extraterrestrials and developed a deep emotional connection, even falling in love with an alien named Crescent. 
But as you'll hear in this episode, Huggins' experiences have not been met with universal acceptance. He's been called a liar, disillusional, and even mentally ill by some. Yet he remains steadfast in his belief that what he experienced was real and wants to share his story with the world. So buckle up, sit back, and get ready to hear a story that will challenge your beliefs about life on our planet and the power of love. This is a story about Dave Huggins, Love and Saucers. Well, when I was 17, I lost my virginity to a female extraterrestrial. Um, that's all I can say about it. When Huggins was 17 years old, he recalls walking along a wooded path not far from his property. After walking for a bit, he happens to come across the alien that he was destined to get freaky with. My name is David Huggins. I'm 72 years old and I live in Hoboken, New Jersey. My childhood was strange to a certain extent. I was seeing things and my parents didn't. Nobody in my family seemed to see what I was seeing. So David was raised in Georgia and claims that he had a pretty normal life until he was eight years old. And then you can imagine things got a little strange. My first encounter was when I was eight years old. I was playing at the base of a tree, and I hear this voice say, David, behind you. And I turned around, and there is this little hairy guy with large glowing eyes coming straight toward me. Uh, the next encounter, I went out to the barn to get a, I think it was a baseball or something like that. And I heard a noise on the other side of the barn, and I go take a look. And there is this giant insect-like being. It resembled like a praying mantis. These beings didn't seem hostile at all. David has named this alien Crescent. His first sexual experience was painful, he describes, and this was really the beginning of his sexual relationship with this alien from the time he was 17 to this present day. And then there was Crescent. I was walking in the woods, and I see a woman sitting under a tree. And she gets up, and she starts coming toward me. I become very aroused sexually. I couldn't get my pants down fast enough. (laughs) I fall back on the ground, and I'm lying there, and she's looking at me, and I reach my climax which was quite painful, actually. It was very intense. And then I'm looking into her eyes and I pass out. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I can't imagine having sex with an alien and having it be painful. He describes this alien to have a body of a woman from the neck down, but obviously, if you can imagine, the face was alien-like. I was doing some painting. And then all at once, the wall opens up, and there is Crescent, and she's very stressed out. And she says, David, the baby's dying. And I go, baby? What baby? 
your baby, but it's dying. And I said, show me my baby. At first, she wouldn't do it. And I had to yell it out three times, really loud. Show me my baby. She picks the baby up out of some uh, container and holds it out in front of her. And the baby's just like dangling. And I say, no, no, no. Don't hold the baby like that. Cradle the baby in your arms. Listen, I've got to come there. No, you're not allowed. My baby's dying and I can't come there. Watch this. And I go and I pass out on my bed. The next thing I know, I'm there. The insect being comes over and he's rather upset with me. He says, what are you doing here? And I say, my baby's dying. I want my baby. And I see uh, Crescent holding the baby. The baby is not moving. And I reach over to touch it. And just as I touch it, like static electricity jumped from my hand to the baby. And the baby moved. Maybe I was imparting some of my energy to it. And I said, wow, did you see that the baby's moving? The insect being is looking at me and he says, come with me. And we go into another room filled with babies. And I'm looking at them and I say, oh my God, whose babies are these? He points to me. I don't ask anyone to believe a word I say in regard to whatever this is. I was doubting myself, but I knew that the experiences were real because I've seen them when I'm awake. I mean, the little hairy guy, the insect being, the guys floating down from out of the sky, those were not dreams. You want to say they're in a planetary? Fine. They're in a galactic? Fine. Another universe? Fine. Another dimension? I don't know. I just don't know. You know, it doesn't really matter to me. I know they exist. I know they're real. And that's enough for me. I mean, if they ever tell me where they're from, I'll let you know. I miss her, but she's where she is, and I am where I am. I don't know what else to say. You're listening to Strange Darkness Radio, coming to you worldwide, broadcasting to all corners of the planet. Man, that's wild. That's love. That's yeah. love right there. You say that's love? <laughs> that's love. Yes. Imagine having to pay child support. Dang, intergalactic child support. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, so uh, so Tony, how did you come across this story? I think I was listening to a podcast uh, at work one day, and they was talking about this guy who has sex with an alien, but he draws the paintings of his experience, and I was like, that's some weird stuff. Um, and last week when we was talking about it, it just popped in my head. But last week when I said she comes, I didn't mean it that way. I meant <laughs> it that she comes to him. <laughs> She comes to him. Oh man! So when he I was listening to, to it, and I was and I was listening to it, and I said "comes," I was like, and I paused. I'm like, oh, okay, that's that's where that was mistaken from. So yeah, um, exactly. That's funny, but no, it 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 added to the to the whole uh, element that night. But yeah, it, it's a crazy story. I mean, in the sense of um, not a crazy story, it is crazy. But this actually happens quite often, where you have people who've been abducted, people. Women who say their eggs have been taken, you know, uh, to create, um, you know, um, ha- hybrids, 
but it, it it's a big thing. And uh, like I was saying, you know, in my uh, monologue in the beginning, that this is something that's gone on, you know, since the beginning of time, you know, from, you know, what you read in the Bible to, um, you know, what are told, you know, stories of uh, abductions, be it men or women. Um, the most ones that I've heard, you know, the, the woman is taken on a slab or the man, or the man, and then their, you know, eggs are taken, or the man's semen is taken, uh, you know, to possibly produce, you know, alien hybrids, and um, and they're tagged, and so on and so forth. A lot that you know goes yeah. into that. Well, which makes a lot of sense to me to do it that way, instead yeah. of you know having sex with the actual alien. When he walked up on her, and where she walked up on him, and you see a crescent. But she looked, you know, her her face is obviously different. Like, I would not think like, oh shit, I, oh, you know, I got a boner now, and I'm just gonna, you know, bang this this alien chick. I would run the other way. Like, what is yeah. this? Well, she he, ruined the marriage. Okay, dang, she ruined his marriage. She's a homewrecker. Yeah, no, no, no. This actually happened to him on this portion when he was 17. The so first this is time. yeah, when he told in the story how the story goes. When he tells his wife later, because he never tells his wife, and uh, he's having these visits, you know, and it, this is going on, gone on for you know thirty, forty, fifty years, um, and um, he, you know, eventually tells his wife, and then she ends up leaving him. But uh, he's had relations with this woman and other female aliens uh, from the age of seventeen and on. So, oh wow! Um, At least so, he's yeah. a dedicated father. Yes. <laughs> Wait, do we know if he sees his kids? That's what I was gonna say. I don't know. Um, I don't think big so. pimping. I, I think he might be. <laughs> I think that was on the only the one time he did. He might be a forced galaxy dead be dad. Yeah, but, um, <laughs> right. Beyond he's about his, to get a warrant. Yeah, beyond his, his control. Arrest. Exactly. Um, but but no, but it, you know, you know, it, it's really interesting. But it, again, he believes this wholeheartedly. He um he draws about it. He talks about it. He um, obviously, you know, he's supposedly writing, um, you know, a movie and a book. Um, hopefully that ends up happening. But the odd part to me is the, whole, the how he describes Crescent of having an alien face with a, a female uh, body. Human, yeah, yeah. human-like body, he said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, most people who describe any type of hybrid or they'll just say it was an alien, you know, little little guy with a big, big eyes, head, dark big eyes. eyes. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. When he got really horny, was that so? Wait. So, what do you guys think? Do you think he's he's telling the truth? This really happens, I know. or I know think- when he told his parents. I think he was around eight initially when he first saw uh, the hairy um, short guy that took right. him to the tree. Um, he, uh, and again, it's a fascinating story. I, I want you guys to go check it out. He has a documentary on YouTube, totally free. Yeah, he to watch. was on the news. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He's on all various different programs. Um, but it, you know, and you can decide for yourself, but he, he believes this wholeheartedly. I mean, like, um, you know, this is something that has gone on in his life for a long time. Now, could it be a psychosis? Could it be, you know, something that he wants to make happen. I know he, when he told his parents around eight and nine initially, um, you know, they didn't obviously believe him, thought he was crazy and, or just making things up. And then I, I believe Crescent told him to stop, you know, telling them. And then, right. so that's, he just totally stopped telling them. Aww. And, um, and he's, you know, then this experience is escalated. But as far as the sex thing goes, Tony, 
I think he was saying basically he was under a spell. Like, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, like yeah. something she did. Um, it, it was like go time, you know, for him. It was like it put him in a <laughs> like heightened, take this. Yeah, it put him in it put him in a heightened state uh, to be one sexually aroused and two to want to have sex. But because again, after he took took off his clothes, I believe he laid down, and then um, the interaction <laughs> occurred, and then he. I think he might have passed out, then came to, or whatever. But I, I know he was saying that it was painful through the process, and um, wait, physically or emotionally? Uh, physically, he yeah. said it was oh, physically, okay. um, emotionally. Painful. He was all for it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, then as time goes, you know, he became uh, more subservient, subservient to the situation uh, because he didn't believe it was happening initially. He did have questions, and so he would go like in his apartment. He would put out flowers and everything. He would go buy flowers, prepare his, you know, his room, clean it up like, you know, a regular date. You know, he would he would oh. clean up and stuff. You know, he's going to have, you know, uh, his chick over tonight and all that good stuff. Biscuit and roller. Yeah, yeah. Netflix and chill. Biscuit roller. And then um, he would uh, he would go to sleep. He would have this interaction. Next day he wake up, the flowers would be gone. So by that happening, he was like, okay, this is real. This is not something that I'm imagining. This is not something that's, you know, that I, that is a dream or a dream state. You know, again, um, I don't, they never say whether or not he's ever taken any hallucinogenics or been treated for any type of um, mental, you know, illness. mental illness or anything. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they, they never say in that regard. But, uh, but yeah, it, it's, it, it's an interesting story, but it's a story that's being told over and over by a lot of people. May not really be this way. There is uh, situations um, that people have interaction, long-term interactions with uh, aliens, and some are even sexual. You know, from a from a, a female standpoint. Um, but uh, it's I've heard it both ways. I've heard it the alien probing them and doing something like that, and then I've heard the male hybrid, but he looks like a regular human. You know, um, so, uh, but yeah, so what, what do you guys just take on it? <sighs> I don't know. I, you know, I, I believe him. I believe him Yeah. just because of how detailed he is and, you know, watching him in an interview, I didn't get a feel of like, he's crazy. He's cause there's people out there where you're like, well, wait, what are you talking about? But like, I really felt like he was genuine mm-hmm. and being completely honest and it's like, why would someone get on TV and say those things? Because you know people are going to sit there and judge him already. Exactly. So I don't know. I, I I definitely believe him. I don't, I don't know. know about you guys. I don't know. It's, it's kind of it's weird because, you know, uh, a screenwriter can write a script and tell somebody without, you know, explaining that it's a movie and make it seem like it's actually real. And it's like hella bonkers. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's 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 hard to it's it's really hard. To That's tell. a long lie to keep telling. I mean, but but for years, years. So you yeah. can you can you can always believe Cre- a lie that fascination and that, believe it. You know, so to the point you you take a lie detector test, it's all you know comes out truthful because you believe it so much. Yeah. So then, what do you think about his lie. drawings? Tobacco. You know his his drawings are basically describing each interaction. So it's not just random drawings. It's not drawings as far as, oh, this is what I saw. This is what they look like. His imagination. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. They're actually depicting scenarios that played out um, in real time. 
And so he draws that. It's not something he's not, he's not drawing just a flying saucer or alien picking a daisy. He's drawing his interactions uh, with him and which you guys can go to uh, his website, you know, David, David Huggins, uh, love and saucers and then see uh, his art. But, is he still um, living? I believe he is. Yeah, I think so. Yes. I believe okay. he's like around 80 or so. Um, but, but um, you know, so it's hard, it's hard to say. So um, as we, you know, dive into this particular subject, <laughs> um, uh, uh, Frankie um, went down the rabbit hole to. No, 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 no. I didn't go down the rabbit hole. What, the what, rabbit hole yes, chose me. Exactly. Okay? Yeah. So, so we were talking about, it's funny how the phone works, you know, the, you know, you always, when you suggest something or say something or we're having a, a certain conversation and, it and then you up. start getting, yeah, you start getting, um, like uh, timeline. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Referring to what you were talking about when you were, when it was like the phone was listening. So, um, so let's, so, so, uh, Frankie, go ahead and describe. Um, okay. So, yes. Yeah, so after <laughs> last show, I ended up, I think I was like scrolling through Facebook and this video shows up on my timeline and I start watching it and I'm like, oh my God, I have to send this to the guys. Like, this is, this is bizarre. This is crazy. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, definitely that's another subject that we could talk about how my phone was probably listening and that's why it showed up. But it was um, a, uh, a movie or not yeah. a movie, but it was like a um, documentary. Okay. Well, um, you know what? Uh, let, let, let's, uh, let's hit it with the Thundercats and go ahead and uh, yes. get into it. So go ahead, Frankie. Let's, uh, you know, this is hard for her. You know, she's this is her first. No, this is so funny. Okay, so you can go ahead and kill it because I don't. Audio. That, that makes it worse. <laughs> so there's this kink that's going on where people enjoy having alien eggs implanted inside them. Yes. So how do they do it? Well, there's Bork, Blip, and Splorch. These are the names of something called in ovipositors, and those are dildos, sex toys, <laughs> that come with jelly-like eggs, and you put it in the back of the dildo, and voila. Implant them. They uh, let's, And you implant them. Yeah, let's go ahead and uh, hear some of that audio, just so, um, you know, let's make this, you know, more technical and uh, educational. Here we go. A sex toy designed to uh, implant eggs. A lot of people feel very turned on by the thought of being impregnated by an alien or having eggs deposited inside of them. That's what the ovipositors are designed to do. Wow. Can you show me how the ovipositor works? Absolutely, yeah. So we're going to demonstrate this one. Uh, This one takes medium-sized eggs. And by medium, we say the size that a chicken would lay. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, you know, they're, they're pretty pretty firm. The idea behind using gelatin is that if they do get lodged in you, they melt with body heat and they will eventually melt out. You pop these in, and they are very messy to get in, and you would squeeze that through, and it would pop out, presumably, inside you. Yes. And it takes a little bit of finesse to get it in there. <laughs> Jizzy alien egg yep. goes in. There you go. That's all that needs to be said. She said, <laughs> jizzy. She said jizzy, jizzy animal, alien egg. <laughs> alien egg. I couldn't have did those sound effects better if I did them myself. 
But oh, um, my goodness. Wow, that was crazy. But yeah, so, uh, you know, again, people are into everything, you know, and anything. And um, and it's so funny because um, that's more of a alien type implementation of, you know, some type of thing. You know, when you come, when you go to think of aliens, you don't, you know, as far as the little green men and all that stuff, whatever, you don't think that side of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you, you, like you, think you don't think about being sexual with them. Yeah, exactly. Let alone they're implant, implanting yeah. eggs in you. They're more or less taking your eggs and then doing whatever. That's what, yeah, you know, no, always it's, heard. It's a real thing. It's, it's a real thing, I guess. And um, people love it. <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah. I, I can see like the role playing part of it. Like, oh, I'm an alien and <laughs> I'm going to impregnate you. But I don't know the whole idea about. Yeah. I don't know. It's just weird. It is very weird. I mean, I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say it's weird. Well, because it, I don't. <laughs> yeah, because you want to be judgmental and all that yeah. good stuff. People out there doing their thing. But no, no, no. It, it's, um, you know, from, from like I said, just from the little green man standpoint, I've never heard, you know, anything like this. I've never heard anything um, like yeah, that. Yeah, this, no. like I said, this is more sci-fi, you know, to me. I didn't know what happened. And I'm sure, I yeah. want to hear more about it because I'm pretty sure there's more people out there who, you know, yeah. are probably scared to tell it. That's true. So if you have a uh, story you want to tell us, Yeah, I guess. Us. Um yeah, that would be interesting. I, I, you know, again, I've heard about the succubus thing or whatever. Um, the you know, uh, female creature that, uh, you know, attacks men yeah. at night and all that good stuff. Yeah. But this thing, I've never heard of, um, for sure. But, um, but Tony, this is your um, dive down this rabbit hole. So, what do you think about uh, all this uh, alien? I'm, lust? I'm not one to judge, but this is very weird <laughs> to put a dildo up. And then have this egg form go into you. I, I could really see you going to the doctor like five times. <laughs> and the doctor's like, what the hell is this? Like, why is it so gooey? You know, you have a UTI right now. You keep coming back every other week. What's going on? Dang. I, I just, it's just weird. I mean, I don't know what the 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 balls or the eggs are made out of or if it does. It said it was like a gelatin. jelly. Yeah. Jelly. Jello. See, I don't know. It's weird, you know. But he says that you know people get aroused by it, you know, a lot, which I can I can imagine because people do get aroused by like some weird stuff, you know. Yeah, no. Um, anything that you could think of goes on in society and all kind of. It's a lot stuff, of fantasies, you know. Yeah, yeah. you you haven't uh, saw all the uh, emergency X rays that has gone through. Uh, oh, various yeah. Emergency rooms, have you, bro? You'd be no, surprised. Yeah, you'd be surprised on. Thing, things and items that people find themselves uh like utilizing. jars yeah just just crazy things so um so that part does not surprise me i just never heard um of the you know the it going through the the toy as far as the egg yeah. being shot into someone that is actually you know surprising and again as far as on that whole um side of the et realm yeah as far as alien <laughs> or sci-fi you want to reenact you know, the fifth element or something, you know, um, I, I, I get all that, but, uh, but yeah. But going back to David as well. Yes. Do you think a lot of this stuff, cause he said he did. Okay. So he does, he did have a little bit of trouble, you know, growing up with his parents. Mm -hmm. For sure. You think that was like a, you know, a mechanism that he yeah. kind of made just to yeah. cope with everything that he was going through. I, I, th I think I thought about that's it. what I think. Uh, I it really it, occurred. Yeah. yeah. How he describes the um 
the Prey Manus um, over, overseer, I should say, the one that was in charge or the one that was in control. And, um, you know, and he always depicted him as exactly like a Prey Manus, not as half man, half Prey Manus or a tall, slender bean and all that. No, no, no. He was like, uh, you take a Prey Manus and you just make him large. And that's what, dude, you know, the thing was. Um, so it, it's definitely possible because it had, uh, even from his drawing, his drawings or whatever, it has uh, more like a childlike, you know, depiction of everything, you know, and like he never got past a certain part in his life or whatever that was, you know, could have been locked away. On, Do we know if he upbringing. has kids? He, he does one. He has one kid. He has one. Because mm-hmm. when yes. he was talking about how she was like, the baby's hurt. And he was like, don't hold the baby like that. You have to hold it. Yeah. I don't know. I was just like, oh, that's so sweet. I don't know. He just how does he he know was this? way too open. Or, uh, you know, a normal person. Well, people, but see, when you have an experience that you can't explain, a lot of people love, you know, love to tell it. I mean, you know, they want, you know, it's that like, you know, and again, not everybody, because some people, when it's really that in-depth and deep um, and, and, you know, you feel that you've been, um, you know, taken advantage of or victimized, uh, especially sexually and all that stuff, especially a woman, you're not going to be so apt to tell it. But a man, come on. You, <laughs> but do you rice. think that... That's yeah. bragging rights. So, I watched a uh, short clip where he was on some news station. And I was thinking, I'm like, why would they bring a man on here who, if he does have a mental illness and put him on TV to kind of mock him in a way or belittle mm. him. So then I'm like, maybe there's, it, it's the truth. Like he's, he's being honest. Oh no. I think he believes what he, yeah, what I he's saying. I, I definitely do. Now, whether or not it, it, that's still real, that remains to be seen. Like even in the beginning, uh, we didn't say this on, on the recording, but he does says, say that um, the little guy comes to his room and ask him, Hey David, can we use your body? And he's so open about it. It's like, yeah, yeah, sure. Why not? I, I, I don't my body think I would. Like, I don't think I would be like, yeah, bro. You could use my body anytime you want. You're like, what are you using it for? Yeah, no, nah, <laughs> right. What are you doing? You know, am I gonna find eggs in me? You know, like, <laughs> I don't. I wouldn't be so open to it. It's just weird how open he was from the beginning. So, um, Tony, he describes having. Uh, sex with this particular uh, being, which is Crescent, what, do you remember the description of how he said, you know, it was compared to a... Because um, one interview interviewer <laughs> asked him, how does this compare to a female, a human female? Uh, do you remember, you know, what he says about that? Because in the sense of um, if there's something that's so different and because uh, how, how he was saying it was painful, all these different things, whatever, it's like, okay... Um, I'm not sure, you know, how many times people have regular sex that's painful, you know, like, was she extracting something from him that was more, you know, on on a cellular level or something like that? You know, like, was everything normal? Like, did he rush to the doctor and be like, hey, check me out, bro? Like, I need an STD panel check right now. Exactly. (laughs) You know, like, wouldn't, wouldn't you be like, wait a minute, you know, this it's not, I know it's not acid because my. That stuff would have melted Ooh, off. But, um, but you know, wouldn't you have some type of questions about that? Like, you know, uh, do, do you remember that when he was talking about that portion? Uh, yeah, he, he just Body said fluids. that he, uh, <laughs> he said that it was, it was, 
you know, it was warm. You know, so I don't know how he will remember it's being warm if he's being sedated to to not, you know, remember what he was going through. Um, he just said it was just intense orgasm that he felt, but it was a toned down intense, you know, intense orgasm. Yeah. So, so does does she carry the baby like in her tummy? Mm, I don't know that that because um, he said something about like in a cup or a jar or something like that. Yeah, the baby uh, initially when they thought. It was deceased or whatever. He pulled. She pulled it out of a cylinder, some type of cylinder. Um, but then also when he went and saw multiple babies, because eventually he was telling her, "Hey, you know, no, hold the baby like this." And then when he touched the baby, it was like a spark that came, you know, from him. You know, whether it was static electricity, whether it was his, you know, some of his soul being imparted or his energy um, right. to the baby or whatever. It, the baby came back to life. And then so they're like, okay, we, you know, the um, prey mantis creature was like, we have this room you need to come into. He goes into the room. He sees all these babies that are lying in something. And from what it sounds like, they weren't moving or doing anything. And they thought they were all dead. And then he went around touching each one. And then he brought them, you know, to life. She was popping those suckers out. She had yeah, to be she given birth right. like 48 hours to, and then went back and got pregnant again because he had like, what, 100 babies? So yeah. they're only pregnant for 48 hours? No, I'm just guessing because she's over here Sounds popping right. out, you know, like, yeah. like it's nothing. Yeah, I don't know. That's Every week she had a baby. <laughs> <laughs> and again, this is going over, you know, like let's say 30 to 40 year span. And then That's also little- he talks about having a... Uh, you know, sex with a bigger uh, um, entity that still was a female face of an alien, but the body of a woman, but she was bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, so there's obese aliens. <laughs> I don't well, know. I think he had sex with a couple different yes aliens. You know, mm-hmm. different species. So they was having a big old orgy. Yeah, in the documentary, uh, he described <laughs> the, the the bigger lady though, because he was like, mm, I don't know how you know, because of the pain painfulness of the crescent herself. He was like, oh, this is a bigger lady, meaning this is really going to be painful. So Alien BBW. (laughs) (laughs) But he he lived through it or whatever to, uh, you know. But again, you know, if you go to his website, you can see all the paintings. He seems, I don't know, he's like, he looks like Phil Jackson's brother, if you know the (laughs) coach. (laughs) The... um, all about the Zen. Exactly. He and he is a Zen guy for sure. Um he's a you know minimalist as far as how he lives and everything else. Um and I I don't believe he no longer sees them and comes in contact with them. That's um foul. but he, you know, he was asked if they came and they said, you know, let's go right now, what would you do? And he's like, I would go. You know, I would take that that magical journey. You know, I'm with you. Uh, I think I, I think there was one article that he says he wishes he was up there instead of down here. Yeah, yeah. I just I could just imagine how many people just talk shit. Mm-hmm. You know about how weird this is. No, it's, it, it's imagine how his ex wife feels. Yeah, that's true. Betrayed. Well, like having an affair with an alien. <laughs> like what? Yeah, but. Um, it goes into that whole thing. Well, no, she was here before you. Yeah, so the white, the ex wife is the home record. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I guess he was just doing a, you know, I don't know, a cosmic solid for the universe because he was creating hybrids. So, um, you know, so yeah, it, it, the whole thing is just. Um, Do you think I, you know anybody who's in hybrid? Ooh, that's a whole nother story. 
No. Um, yeah. Just yes or no. No. Yes, I, I believe so. I believe Personally. it's possible. Yeah, I believe it's possible that you know, uh, you know, a lot of people say um, how you know a hybrid is their um, blood type is Oneg. Um, What's your blood Oneg, type? Um, I am not Oneg. Tony. Nah, O pause. Um, I'm a pause. But um, because of uh, Oneg blood can be used on any individual, and um, it's like um, you know, that's a whole another story. Whatever we can get into. Um, but, uh, but again, I'm much, I don't believe that. I don't, I don't believe, I think blood types are blood types and, um, but yeah, they, they do say, um, they can be, uh, you know, special people, um, that walk the earth. But, uh, but you, you never know. Like I said, if you go to, if you believe in the Bible you go to biblical times and, uh, if, uh, Jesus had a baby with Mary Magdalene, Magdalene, which they, you know, but half people believe they had they were married. Other half believe they weren't. That goes to the Book of Enoch, and um, you know that DNA still would be on the planet. It would you know there would be his lineage that um, is here. I mean, it, you go to you go to to everything. Whether it's John the Baptist, whether it's um, you know Noah, you know those um, that DNA lineage is uh, walking the earth, regardless. So, you know, Methuselah, you ever, you know who Methuselah is? One of the oldest people who lived in the Bible, you know? No. So, um, so yeah. So as far as, far as the alien, I need to read the Bible. <laughs> as far as the alien concept, um, when it comes to mating with supernatural beings, that's like I said, that's been a thing that is, uh, from the beginning of time, but the twist that he put on it is she had a straight up face of an alien, like, um, you know, with the big eyes, the um, he draws her just like an alien, like you would see the small aliens with the big head, oval head, gray the face, almond eyes, the gray Dark face, eyes, everything. Yeah. But he put hair on her, so it's not. not oh yeah, he did say the hair. Yeah. Yep, I remember him saying the hair. Yeah, so that would creep me out alone. I mean, regardless, I'm out. Like it's a wrap. You know, <laughs> I'm running. I'm running the other way. Yeah, I would too. That's what I'm saying. It's it's weird that you know he was just so open to it. This fool said. I couldn't wait to get my pants down. I had to pull it down. So I couldn't. I couldn't get my <laughs> pants down fast enough. He yeah. was ready. Yeah, <laughs> he was ready. Yeah, if you check out his artwork, and she's wearing. She never. He, he's he's butt naked, but she keeps on her uh, blue garb. Um, <laughs> she keeps that on the whole time. Uh, on on his depictions, whatever for his art. Yes. So, yeah. I got. I think he I does got, have I'm one go picture look at his of art. without any clothes on. Oh, he does. Yeah. Like but, a um, woman with, you know, <laughs> big breasts and, <laughs> and some hips. <laughs> yeah, I guess. But um, but yeah, so you guys tell us what you think. I mean, again, it's we, definitely a strange story. You know, I know a lot of people are probably just like, no, nah, this is bull. Mm-hmm. But, you know. But I mean, look at the sex if, toys. Huh? Look at the sex toys. People are into that. Well, yeah, that's true. Maybe too. they're into it because it happens. It's probably like a good, what, 10% of people. No, I've never heard of anybody being impregnated like that. I don't think anybody will. Really as far tell as you. you know, any alien abduction story. If I was pregnant by an alien, I would not tell anybody. Impregnated or no? Ooh. If I was pregnant by an alien, I would not tell anybody. See, mm. ah. but but you know, there's been women that say they you know were see they never again all the stories I've heard they were impregnated, you know, meaning mm. they woke up, they were on a slab table, they woke up then. 
you know, they hadn't had any relations or, <laughs> you know, and then they end up getting pregnant and they're like, okay, it's from that. But then they lose the pregnancy. And then they say the aliens, you know, come and, and take, take it yeah. and take it. So, um, so yeah, so I, I don't know. It's but very, it's very fascinating. If you've ever had this happen to you, if you've ever had this experience, one, we're definitely not going to make fun of it. It's not the point of that. We're no, just more trying to dissect yeah. uh, the mindset. You know, is it real? Is it not? Is it something? You know, because again, with social media and how um, people want to be um, social famous, um, you know, it, it's kind of interesting to you know because he did he does say you know he wants to like leave a legacy behind uh, um, mm-hmm. at one point. So, you know, when we do leave this earth, um, a lot of people are lately, <laughs> for whatever reason, trying to leave their mark, you I know, behind. I think he did left this mark, but on a different planet. Well, that's, <laughs> that's highly probable. <laughs> if you have had the experience of David Huggins or any type of alien abduction or alien experience, uh, sexually or otherwise, please give us a call at 916-741-3032. Again, that is the Strange Darkness Radio hotline at 916-741-3032. You can also email us at strangedarknessradio at gmail.com. We would love to hear your story and uh, just to, you know, see what's going on. Like, maybe this is a thing. Maybe it's something that we, you know, just haven't heard of. And, uh, you know, with the body, the, the um, you know, body of a human, whether male or female, but the Head of an alien. I've never heard of that. I mean, he might say body of a goddess. Oh, okay. Ooh, he might go. say that. Okay. You know, her name is Crescent. You never know. <laughs> she sounds frisky. Yeah, she does. Yeah, I wouldn't want to have an encounter. And again, she could still be walking to earth. Y'all better chill. She's she coming might, for you guys She might tonight. pay you a visit because, again, who knows what their lifespan is. <laughs> you know, <laughs> she, can, she can knock on your door, Frankie Franks. You can knock on my door. <laughs> All right. Well, um, that is the show uh, for tonight. Uh, Love and Saucers. Uh, <laughs> you know, we had to do this because, you know, Tony killed it, you know, the last five minutes. Yeah, you're our inspiration, the Tony. The last episode. To, the show's uh, for you. Yeah, exactly. To talk about this. And then it's so funny. He found the um, the uh, sex toys kind of offensive like man i can't believe that would never oh my god <laughs> jesus and then he brought the whole story <laughs> you know <laughs> that's what you worried about i didn't think it was gonna get that deep <laughs> oh we went there we yes. went there exactly you can find on xd too if you want if you want some yes oh they're, you. they're beautiful they're bright tons of colors yeah yeah <laughs> good luck with that <laughs> just, just, they're expensive though 60 to 90 dollars I'll just make my own okay oh there you go oh, God. <laughs> that's funny on that note at Strange Darkness Radio we are out peace peace I am Buzz Aldrin and I was the lunar module pilot on Apollo 11 5 4 3 2 1 Zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. 32 minutes past the hour. Liftoff on Apollo 11. I believe that this nation should commit itself to achieving the goal before this decade is out of landing a man on the moon and returning him safely to the Earth. 
No single space project in this period will be more impressive to mankind or more important for the long-range exploration of space, and none will be so difficult or expensive to accomplish. I occasionally think how quickly our differences worldwide would vanish if we were facing an alien threat from outside this world. The truth is that we've never proved one, but there are things flying around up there that we haven't fully identified yet. And keep in mind, there are a, a basically a billion galaxies in an ever-expanding universe. I mean, you can't even get your mind around the sheer number of things that are out there. People still take seriously trying to investigate and figure out what that is. There are, uh, there's footage and records of objects in the skies that we don't know exactly what they are. We can't explain uh, how they moved, their trajectory. Uh, they, they did not have um, an easily explainable pattern. When it, when it comes to aliens, uh, there's some things I just can't tell you. 